It's time to play ball. Welcome to the podcast with no limits. Whether it be sports, current events, or random thoughts, this is the place to step in and stay a while. Your host is a proud alumnus of Rio Hondo Prep, a former minor league baseball umpire, and a man with strong opinions. Welcome to the Get Home Safe podcast and your host, Matt Persima. Okay, we have a special edition of the Get Home Safe podcast tonight. It is Sunday night, May 31st, 2020. I'm here with three other individuals. We have a little round table set up ready to have a discussion here about what's going on in our country. Uh, it's pretty dark, a pretty dark time that we're going through, and I wanted some perspective from a few individuals here. We are joined by Bill Barnes. We're joined by Jan Balon and also Freddie Monteblanco. Freddie and Bill have been on this program before. This is Jan's first time, but uh, let's just get a quick <laughs> thought, a few sentences from each of you as we start, and then we'll go into some questions. But uh, I'll start with Bill. I know everyone's fired up and has a few opinions, but uh, Bill, what do you have to say tonight regarding the situation in America? Today would have been a great day to go to the beach and, and sit on a chair and you wouldn't have been fucked with because you had some more bullshit going in other areas to where, you know, we had looters. We had uh, people setting fires, torching police cars. You know, everybody's seen the fucking films. I don't have to repeat myself. And I'm, I'm pretty pissed off. And I'm not, you know, I'm not really pissed off at the people that are looting because that's all they know. They don't know any better. And I'm not pissed off at Antifa because we've allowed it. We've got some gutless, chicken shit, absolute, <laughs> pussified leaders, i.e. Newsom, Garcetti, <laughs> the police chief of Santa Monica. She is a idiot. She's allowed her city to go to shit today. Okay? Long Beach, you embarrass me. I'm actually quite embarrassed to say that I was an ex-cop right now because of the way this bullshit's being handled. We're going to get into it later on my ideas and how this thing could have been done better, obviously, because it's piss poor. It's a shit show right now. And you, the voters, can turn around, look at yourself in the mirror. If you voted for Gavin Newsom, if you go, voted for um, uh, Missy Garcetti, you can blame yourselves because <laughs> you get what you pay for. Well, that's our opening from uh, <laughs> Bill Barnes. Uh, you know, we, we do have some chuckles here, but uh, it's tough not to with some of this nonsense going on. Uh, Jan Balon, what do you have to say uh, regarding all this? You know, this is a weird time right now where, where yeah, for once, for once in a while, we were all on the same page with the murder of George, you know. Um, and then somehow, some way, it turned out, of, it turned to, to rioting the streets and looting. Um, and I really don't get how people could condone this kind of action. You know, I it's affecting more than black lives. It's affecting everyone's lives at this, at this point with the small businesses and whatnot. And um, yeah, I, we had a good thing going for a second, you know, even I was kind of like, yeah, this, that cop murdered that, the innocent black man, those four cops that just stood by and just watched it happen or three cops to watch it happen is, it was a criminal. So I honestly don't know what's going on right now. It's uh, it's, I think it's, it's bigger things at play right now, uh, bigger, uh, pieces, you know, to this chess chess match. But um, 
Yeah, that's pretty much. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think you speak for a lot of us that way. And uh, and Fred, uh, we'll go with you now. I mean, what are your initial thoughts on what's been going on? Man, I am so fired up to be here today. Um, like Bill and Jan touched on, since when is it okay that we're we are um, encouraging domestic terrorism? Right? These guys are are starting arsons. They're you know breaking into people's businesses in their own communities. So. I don't think there's anyone in the country. I don't think the problem is they did what was right, right? They, they got rid of the cop. They fired him immediately. Mm-hmm. Everyone was tired of seeing the cop, you know, and, and past um, examples where they went on paid leave, right? They fired him immediately and, they, and the three other ones. Yeah. But I think the people are restless. They wanted to see something more. But looting, doing all that, since when? <laughs> since when is that okay? Well, it, yeah. It is never – to me, it's never solved anything. You've seen it multiple times. Bill, I want you to talk about – you're the only one here who, who's been firsthand seen yeah. stuff like this. Tell us about the riots in the early 90s, your experience with that, and why that was uh, combated so well so early. Well, first of all, before I get into that, oh. I, I would be absolutely remiss if I didn't express my complete anger, embarrassment – and uh, horror at how George, the man in, in Minneapolis, was handled by the four cops that were there. Well said. He was a victim to unadulterated police brutality. You don't put your knee on a suspect. I don't give a shit if it's Charles Atlas or <laughs> Joe Shit the Ragman. You don't put your knee on a suspect's neck. For eight and a half minutes, three of those minutes to where the guy is is unconscious. You don't do that. That cannot be defended. No place, nowhere. I, not that they're going to hear this, but the listeners will. Is that you know? I, I feel bad for the guy's family. I feel bad for him, his family, his immediate family. I really do. This is coming from a twenty-seven year veteran police officer who uh, has seen a lot of bad shit. And a lot of good shit. And believe me, that was bad. That's That was bad. I want to go find out where this Derek guy is and slap the shit out of him personally. Okay? <laughs> I really do. He had a smug look on his face as he was doing what he was doing. The other three cops, the one, and the only reason I'm going to identify him as an Asian cop is because he was Asian. <laughs> okay? And he was the guy standing next to him. And why the fuck? He could have saved the day. And why the fuck didn't he go and just tell the guy? Get off him. That's enough. And move him. We have done that as cops. I've done it to guys that are going overboard, either with a stick or a choke or a carotid restraint, whatever the case may be. I've done that. And I've had guys do that to me. And it probably saved my career. And maybe it saved their careers. They all four lost. They lost badly. Where was the supervisor at? A call like that with force? And Where was the supervisor there's a, a systemic problem with the Minneapolis Police Department that they're either undertrained, undermanned, or all the above, that they continually have problems in this area, continually. So just let it be known that, you know, I see a lot of, you know, complete hardcore right-wing shit on here, but I am in no way condoning what happened. And I will elaborate a little bit more that if the absolute child mayor 
had put a stop to this shit the first night and quelled the, the disturbance Tuesday night, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Folks, he let a police station burn. His re- response was, it's just brick and mortar. Okay? He, he said, abandon it, let it burn. All that did was give so much, so much momentum to the movement to keep going. Just like, and we'll get to it. Let me just finish with this. He needs to resign immediately. The governor had to come down and take control of this thing. The St. Paul mayor, he's another spineless jellyfish. Both of them together are absolutely worthless. They are not leaders. They're pathetic. They need to resign immediately. Just like with, with what Matt asked me with the 92 riots, if the flashpoint of that was Florence and Normandy on April 29th, 1992, if you if you had you had an LAPD South Bureau commander tell his tell his troops to retreat and leave the area, we all saw what happened. We saw Reginald Denny get the absolute living shit kicked out of him and damn near died. Okay, we saw people getting getting uh, assaulted, liquor stores burning. If that would have been handled properly there, I firmly believe that the uh, Rodney King riots would not have been escalated to the point that they were. Um, The announcement that the jury had a verdict in that case in Simi Valley that afternoon was made about one o'clock. There were two hours preparation to, for LA to get prepared for this. They didn't at three o'clock. The verdict was read. I don't think anybody really thought that it would be a a clean slate um, acquittal like it was. And we all saw what happened. Um, I will say this, that, the mayor at the time, Tom Bradley, no friend of the police, no friend of Tom uh, or, fr- or friend of uh, Daryl Gates, the chief at the time, um, was overrun completely by Governor Pete Wilson. He was the one an hour into this thing that said, bring in the National Guard. OK, he made that call. Unlike the, the sissy boy uh, Garcetti, who re- was reluctant in this case to summons the uh, National Guard and finally did it. And I'm probably at the at the request of, of the chief. Um, the differences were that it was a spontaneous riot in 92. Um, it w- and it was basically confined to the area where in South central Los Angeles, where this whole thing started uh, to make a long story short, the fires, the looting was done in, in these people's own backyards. This time, 28 years later, they're a lot smarter. Let's not burn our own shit. Let's go burn the rich guy's shit, as they did in uh, downtown Los Angeles on Friday night and as they did uh, last night in uh, Fairfax. And as they did today and are continuing to do as we fucking speak in Santa Monica and in Long Beach. It is a more a much more tactical and well-planned uh, civil disobedience that's going on. Back then, when I when when I when I was there, it was. These looters were on foot. They were easy to kind of be dealt with. We actually went in and we actually guarded the fire department when they were putting out numerous fires in the south end of Los Angeles. Numerous. Okay. And we would follow the fires and then right near where the fires were were, was looting. And when we dealt with the looters, we actually dealt with them. We either knocked the shit out of their hands and let them go, let them run, or we arrested them. Not like the shit I've seen today where it's just look the other way and let them go. 
It's a free for all, and it's bullshit. It's not right. And if I was a if I was a a, uh, a a community member in those cities, I'd be pissed right now. I'd be pissed all the way to the top. Because where's our governor been? Has he said anything? Has he pleaded with these people to stop? Fuck no, he hasn't. <laughs> no, he hasn't. What's he been doing? Um. Anyway, let me give let me give some of my well well uh, <laughs> great associates here. To speak. You know, I I believe most of the you know um, citizens of that are around that writing area are, are pissed, and they don't get a lot of airtime because most focuses on negativity and the writing. You know, um, I just believe that um, they don't have a voice. People that are that have those small businesses that are getting looted, you know, um, people that work at Target, you know, or at that auto zone that was burnt down, they don't have a voice. You know, we're the ones that, that speak up to it. Um, by the way, did anybody really see, to play De- uh, devil's advocate here, did anybody see what happened between when George was detained, sitting down inside the building, then all of a sudden it went to on the floor next to the car? I have not seen, and I've looked at the video. I've checked for every piece of video I can find. I have not seen any any type of resistance at all yeah. by this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He might have been verbal. Who knows? He may have been. He might have been difficult to get out of the car. But I don't give a shit if he what he did. Whatever resistance he gave, you don't put a guy on his face. On the ground, four guys, four guy, and put a <laughs> knee on his neck. Yeah. You put him in a car, whether he wants to go in the car or not, or you sit him on the the curb. If he's in distress and he's having a medical issue, get him an ambulance. And the other thing is, people don't realize is that you are trained as a police officer to render aid. Mm-hmm. You are trained, and it's it's policy that if you have a suspect that goes that flatlines on you, you are to try and resuscitate. Bill, but let me ask you this. Now, we we obviously know what the cop did was wrong, knee on a, on his neck. But autopsy, if I'm correct, showed that he had an underlining issue, which most times they do, right? Even with this coronavirus, most people that die have an underlining issue. Coronavirus? <laughs> What's that, right? It disappeared all of a sudden. Yeah. We got riots now. But, man, but what? Let, as a citizen, it's hard for me – if I was in that situation and I'm witnessing that, for those that know me, I would want to intervene. Now, being a Hispanic guy in his 30s, or I don't even care about race at that point. If I try to, let's say, tackle that officer, right? And I'm playing devil's advocate here because let's, let's give them a couple wins here, the other side. <laughs> but what's going to happen to me? I'm attacking you. You don't know my intention. You're going to get arrested right then and there. Or shot. And probably have your ass kicked. But in the end, you're a fucking hero. Okay, when 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 it's all said and done, when when the dust is settled, and thank God it would that there was uh, cell phone video there, okay. and these dumb sons of bitches, and I'm talking about the cops, yeah, they had to know that they were being videotaped, of course. And the thing that pisses me off is the one guy that's in custody now having that smug Nazi look yeah. on his face, yeah, which everyone for the camera, yeah. okay, that irritated the living shit out of me, of course. Okay, believe me. There is nobody that hates bad cops more than good cops. Uh Okay. All right. There's bad doctors. There's bad taxi drivers. There's bad podcast hosts. There's bad bad fucking short order cooks. 
There's bad nurses. There's bad people it everywhere. It doesn't matter what profession. But I don't right. give it. But this was life and death. That's true. And <laughs> there was no reason in the world. I don't give a shit how much of a shitbag this guy was. If he was. I know nothing about his past. Right. I do know that he works security at a club. Mm-hmm. So he had Apparently to, with he had to have going yeah. for himself. Yeah. Okay. You don't do that. Absolutely. So did they, did they work together? Evidently they that, had. Was that? Apparently, Yes. They, but they, they never crossed paths, if I'm correct. Apparently. That's yeah. so, so he may have known him, and, and I don't know. But I think everyone in this room agrees, and uh, I would say every person in America agrees, how George died was wrong. It oh, was, absolutely. It was a tragedy, yeah. and uh, uh, you know everyone's been appalled by it. I caught some grief from some people because I started posting how horrible these riots are, not the protests, <laughs> the riots. Be in the streets, assemble, do whatever you got to do. And people got on me. Well, you didn't care about George Floyd dying. It's like, well, first of all, you have no idea how I felt. And yes, I didn't post something on it. Okay, a lot of people die in this country. There's a lot of people dying uh, from this alleged virus as well. Uh, you know, I, I, you're entitled I, to your opinion. I guess I should have posted something that said, "Hey, this guy dying was wrong." I don't know, but the point is. People want to deflect. They want to say it, all this, yeah, but, yeah, but he was killed in police custody. <laughs> okay, we all agree. It's wrong. It's, it was completely wrong. What we can't seem to agree on is that rioting, burning, shooting, violence, this is all apparently justified from some people. That's not okay, in my opinion. I mean, there's a fine line. As soon as the rioting starts, uh, that's, that's over the line to me. And anyway, I, I, I know. And Fred, you know, you're someone who has been critical of police before. You're, you're a pretty, you're a realist, but you're always somebody that, you know, really does try to see. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm going to use my personal example. Yeah. And for your viewers that don't know, I'm a Hispanic guy, right? And actually, we're pretty diverse in this room. We got an Asian guy right next to me, Jan. Got two white guys, right? Max Polish. Dutch. Same shit. But, but you know, and, and what we've lost here is personal accountability mm-hmm. and common courtesy. And so I can use a personal example. Or in my early 20s, um, two guys, there used to be, I, I think they were the Duroc Crips, two gang members got out. And there was these shootings that, that uh, started happening in Monrovia between blacks and, and uh, Mexicans. Now, I was leaving my stoner buddy's house, you know, at three in the morning <laughs> with a hoodie, a beanie, and a bucket of a car. And so let's be honest. We all racial profile, especially if I'm a cop. If I see – I can only imagine. If I see – if I'm a cop and I see what, a guy what with a What you just told me is, is – you're, is, you're, what you just told me I'm, – I'm, you're now giving me probable cause to stop you. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. And, and it's not racial profiling. It's not being a dickhead. It's not being an asshole. It's me doing my job. You're doing your job. Now, from where I go, from when I stop you, that's that is open fraud. for debate. Exactly. Okay. And so I would have to know that, right? 3 a.m., you're probably asking yourself, what is this guy doing? Why is he driving here? Uh, you know, why does he look a little sketch? Let's be honest. That's the word we want to use. You know, so, but also as I got older and matured, when I got pulled over, right, what would I do? I'd turn on the lights immediately. I'd put my hand – I'd roll down the window. I'd put my hands on the steering wheel, and I wouldn't move until you approached me. If I gave you an attitude, well, guess what I was going to get back? A fucking attitude, right? License registration. Well, you know, being Hispanic, I don't think you graduate into uh, 
adulthood without driving dirty and with no license and insurance. So maybe that's why I didn't like cops. Again, personal accountability, right? Did I have my shit in order? Cops aren't going to mess with you just because. They're not out there looking for problems. They want to get home. They got they got a wife and kids to get back to. You, you guys go. The vast majority, 99.999% are exactly what you said. There are obviously those, and I'm even going to call them bad apples. Apples are fruits. Apples are inanimate objects <laughs> that you eat. These are fucking human beings that are making bad choices as, as cops and, 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 and causing death in some occurrences. They're not bad apples. They're bad fucking human bad beings. Human okay? Absolutely. And I was very critical on when I was on the show earlier this week. I was critical about the management of the Minneapolis Police Department, how they just fucking fired these guys with no due process. Well, here's the deal. Here's the deal. That works two ways. If they did what it's what they what is on tape that they've done, I applaud that. Okay? Yes. Because they had the grounds to do it. All right? It was such an egregious act. It was it was a it was one one degree short of 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 uh, murder one. In my opinion, murder three and manslaughter is a fucking cop out. They should go murder two on this guy. The only reason not murder one is because it wasn't planned and it wasn't uh, premeditated. premeditated. Mm -hmm. Okay. But he was given options here and you don't put your fucking knee on a guy's neck for eight minutes. Yes. He had, he probably had some drugs in him. That's going to come out in the, uh, in the toxicological report. (laughs) He had a heart, he had a heart condition. How do you think they're going to take to that though? Now it doesn't, does it even matter? Matter. It doesn't matter. In my opinion, it doesn't matter, okay? Now, he was pleading. He couldn't. He says he couldn't breathe. You have, and he was handcuffed. He was. That, that's I'm what sorry. it comes down to. Mm-hmm. He was handcuffed. He wasn't at that point in time resisting. Yes, he was resisting because the poor bastard couldn't breathe. Yeah. Okay. Now, am I pissed at that guy for causing all this bullshit, causing me to have to? Leave my my house on a Sunday night. Come over here and record this. <laughs> goddamn right, I'm pissed. How do you, that guy caused the whole fucking problem here. How do you guys? This feel? gave the people, whether it's Antifa, Black Lives Matter, the Brown Beret, whoever is out there, the Black <laughs> Panthers, <laughs> bring them all out. This is giving them a reason to rape, pillage, and loot. Yes. And I don't like. Yes. It. Yes. Absolutely. It's wrong. Well, you know. Okay, and. I, I completely agree with you guys, but all I have heard from multiple people, and you guys have too, is is the justification for this. You didn't like how people peacefully protested before, so now we're going all in. That's different, man. So, I mean, okay, I hear you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the whole Kaepernick thing, you know, it's people get away, they watch football, right? They, they watch football to get away from everything else. Sundays is a day. You have your jersey on, you have your kids watching the game, and you have some dude kneeling. It's like, okay, why isn't he kneeling during the anthem? Okay, for this reason. Okay, we get it, but, I mean, we're here to watch football, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a time and place for protest. Like, you don't – personally, I I, I just thought it kind of – And I don't think we're against protesting, right? We're we're all for it. Yeah. It's it's – it's a criminal acts that they're doing, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I just didn't get why he had to do it then and there. You know, we all get it. I'll tell you why Ka- uh, Kaepernick did what he did. 
He was he went he was standing for the anthem when he was a starter for the 49ers. <laughs> okay? okay, when he was a starter and he was he was he was being you know uh, successful, he was standing. As soon as he became the second string, mm-hmm. he started this bullshit because he knew his career was coming to an end. And he, if he was going to get cut, released, he was going to make it about him being this savior of the black uh, uh, par- party, the black you know oppressed uh, people that were harassed by cops. So be it. Not, wanted, your, not yourself. Adam. He wanted the, attention. The, right. and, and the irony behind it, right? Didn't he? Wasn't he adopted by by white? He was raised by middle raised, class white people. Hundred million dollar contract. What kind of oppression is that? God, I wish I was oppressed. Hundred million. But, but okay, no, and, and, I, and, and I and look where it's got him. Look where it's got him. And he had a second chance, and he blew it. He's still fucking unemployed. Okay, he's got a great afro, which I which I would love to have because I don't have any hair. Okay, me neither. I, I'm envious of that. You know, he makes. He, Angela Davis is probably, you know, completely jealous of the head of hair he has. God bless him. I have no ill will towards Colin Kaepernick. I really don't. He's just doing what he needs to do. Okay. And let's leave it at that. I I think the problem, and I've had these discussions with, with, with people on Facebook is we, we all kind of seem to agree on certain points where I see that there's a miscommunication is that and I'm going to say uh, the African uh, American community, they think it's systemic racism. And that bothers me because systemic racism doesn't allow you to have a fucking black president for eight years. That would not happen if there was systemic racism. There's nothing that holds you back. You know, you don't have, you have the same liberties as anyone else. So there's no systemic racism. You want to talk about the sixties before that? Okay. You have a fucking point. But till, since then, come on, That's man. Why are you picking the same wound? Deal and move forward. Yep. You have opportunities. Yep. As, as a matter of fact, let me say this. As a Hispanic person, there should be no – you should not feel oppressed because I'll tell you right now, low-income Hispanic person or anyone, you can get free fucking college. You can be whatever you want. You got free health care. I mean California is you want everything free, you can become somebody. So if you're not somebody, that's on you. You are given, a, you are given a lot of rope. <laughs> You're given a lot of rope Thank you. to build something, <laughs> build something, or to hang yourself with. Okay, and these mopes, these complete fucking idiots that are out running the running the streets right now in Santa Monica, Long Beach, downtown Los Angeles, they are they are biting the hand that has fed them. Yep. Okay, uh, I didn't see any piece of shit lowrider fucking. Uh, Crenshaw Boulevard lowriders popping up and down doing drive-by lootings last night in the Fairfax district. These people were in nice cars, very beautiful cars. And how many pairs of shoes do you need, guys? How many computers do you need? If it was up to me, I would shut down eBay. I would shut down OfferUp. And if you're going to sell this shit, go on a street corner and do it. We're not going to make it easy for you. And for that matter... I'd shut down fucking Facebook. I would shut down Instagram. Yes. I would shut down every goddamn form of social media there is right now so these fuckers can't communicate on where their next victimization is going to be. Let them go to pay phones and, and talk, okay? Because there aren't any anymore, okay? We've abolished those. Let them get, you know, make it difficult. We are, we are laying pavement for these folks to go out and fuck us over. A, from our governor... B from our mayors, C from our police chiefs, who are too gutless to be to, to stand up and do the right thing because they have a stranglehold 
from the county board of supervisors, their city council, and or their mayor. Jesus Christ, <laughs> grow a pair and do something. Yes, I'm talking to you, Michael Moore. <laughs> I am. It's not funny. I'm talking to you. And I'm talking to you, uh, uh, Chief, whatever your name is, in, in Santa Monica. You're an embarrassment. You are a goddamn embarrassment to law enforcement. Uh, Michael Moore. Do you guys notice that every most or high percentage of the riders and looters were all kids? They're all just 20-something-year-olds, early 20-year-olds, maybe late 30-year-olds. They were just... They're using, they're using, what's the name? George's name. And they're, it's a free-for-all yeah, because you know is. what? Guess what? You have fucking celebrities raising funds to post them out at a bill. So what's the incentive? They you know, know and they know there's no recourse. There's no mitigation. California the, the jails are empty exactly. and they're going to remain empty because these pansy ass sheriffs, with exception of Sheriff Bianco in Riverside, God, almost right. every one of those sheriffs have let people out because they felt pressure from the politicians fuck the politicians yes. okay we're i'm tired of this shit okay the next time you go to the polls and you see uh, the word d mm. next to this name these names i don't give a shit if it's bugs bunny or 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 you know whoever running against them vote for anybody that has a d next to them they are bad bad divisive no good human beings. Let's be honest. This is this is all part of, of something on a on a bigger scale, right? Yeah. I mean, this is not this isn't about Black Lives Matters. This is this is an attack on, on our freedoms. It's a goddamn chest, right? This, this started with the coronavirus, and they're well, just testing the water, right? Start with impeachment. It starts. They're, they've been trying to find a new damn thing every time. It was Stormy Daniels. It was the Russian collusion. <laughs> it was. Fuck, man. We have a problem. I don't know, man. It's nonstop. Is, is, is Donald Trump that fucking powerful that these people fear him so much? God, I charge him. He lives rent free in their head. Yeah. I mean, my God, man. Are they that afraid of this guy? Yeah. You know, I was never a conspiracy theorist person, but after all this stuff going down, it's it's not just coincidence. Oh, I forgot the killer hornets. Yeah. <laughs> they're coming. Don't worry. Aliens. What happened to aliens, bro? Well, freak, they're, they're, I mean, Godzilla's going to rise out of the Pacific Ocean and, and kill us all. Where's Adam Schiff? How come he's not He's not out there you know, talking to his, his constituents saying, stand down, for, for, for go long, home? It, it no, he's, he's, still, he's still up Trump's ass trying to find something else. Give it up, dude. You are a complete menace. To, you, to the United exactly. States of America. And what about you, Miss Waters? Maxine. Maxine. <laughs> Talk to your people. Talk to your people, Maxine. You know why you're not? Because you're part of the problem and you're not part of the solution. You are a miserable, very, very, very ugly human being. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, we're chuckling a lot, but you know what? There's, there's a lot of bent up frustration here. Uh, with a very serious problem, it's it's a very there's a lot of problems in, involving it, and uh, you know, Bill, I got to ask you this. <sighs> what I'm gonna, I'm just going to ask you, what should the police do? What what should be happening? I'll, I'll, I'll tell you exactly what they should do. What they should do? Uh, this so-called uh, 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 what you, um, order that they have. Mm -hmm. uh, well, no, the order that everybody has to be home by eight. Oh, curfew. 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 Fucking joke. It's a fucking joke. Okay. What they should do is 
go back. If you want to coil this thing, if you want to make it stop, you can make it stop. Water cannons. Yes. Horses. Dogs. Rubber bullets not shot at the ground, shot at people. <laughs> shot at human <laughs> beings. Okay? Paintballs. It's non-lethal. Don't aim for the head. Aim for the groin. Aim for places that hurt oh, and will make these people go home. Water cannons. Just call their mom. They'll go home. You know, I mean, it's completely ridiculous the way they're they're handling these people with kit gloves. They they give them an order, a dispersal order. They're ignored. Okay. Um, there's ways that this can be can be handled, and it's it's humane. It's less lethal, and it can be done. The problem is, as I've stated so eloquently in my last rant, is that you've got police leadership that is too afraid to do it because their city fathers are telling them they don't want to have to pay the price for a lawsuit. Well, guess what, folks? Police work costs money. I, I've seen about $2 million at least of police cars destroyed, vandalized, and yeah. torched in the last two days. Those aren't going to get replaced because the first thing they're going to cut probably in a city budget, is law enforcement money. So these guys are going to be driving around in 1982 AMC Matadors <laughs> in the next few weeks, and it's going to be it's unsafe. So enough's enough. You know what? Enough is enough. You guys, you guys see that one uh, rider slash Antifa guy? He, uh, he, I guess he uh, looted a police vehicle and he came upon an AR-15. Yes. And some random guy with Fifteen well. and just took it from him. Like, hey, you don't, you don't want that. No. <laughs> You're not about that life. <laughs> and thank goodness we yeah. have armed, good intention, there's, there's armed plan. civilians, yes. like you're saying. Well, you're going to see a lot more of this, you know, because the cops aren't doing anything. Correct. Uh-huh. They're not doing anything, and you're going to see a lot more people mounting up with their with their Doc Martins, <laughs> and they're going to come out and they're going to say, "Enough's enough. We're going to handle ourselves," because they don't want their shit ruined, especially with these threats that they're going to go into the suburbs. Yeah. Okay. That will, that ain't going to fly. They're not about that life. They don't want that. They, I that, think that would be a very, that's what, suicide. What is it? What's going on with these sympathizers that are like, Oh, the cops ran, ran over innocent people while they were on the freeway protesting. Motherfucker. If you're on the freeway, I'm running you over yeah. <laughs> as a cop or not a cop. I don't care. You shouldn't be on the freeway. Protest on the, on the well, sidewalk. Again, that's that's a situation where you either completely ignore these people or you go in and force and you restore order. You had one CHP unit which was there and outnumbered and got the, the uh, back window broken out. Yep. And you had a rider on the front, an unauthorized rider, who got thrown, who got hurt. The other officer wanted to come up and see what was, if it was okay. Wanted to help him. Wanted to help him and got surrounded, so they drove away. Yep. And then our heroic fireman came in without yeah. police help and rendered aid. Yeah. Way to go, guys. You know what? You can peacefully protest all you want. That's cool. You know, no one really we support that, you know, first first amendment. But if you impede on someone else's life, whether it be on the freeway, whether it be on their property, it's it's a whole other ball. We're, we're, we're way beyond. Don't be a nuisance to everyday yeah. life. Yeah. yeah. This is what is frustrating is that people want to justify violence, the destroying of property. Uh, that's not protesting. I don't. I haven't read anywhere in the First Amendment where it says anything about that. That is not 
that is not that it's just frustrating. You can't do those things. Mm-hmm. And for people to say, well, that's just, uh, you know, violent, pro- violent protesting. Well, I'm telling you what, eventually, like you're saying, Bill, it's going to lead to some response. I hope it's soon. It, it, they seem to be dragging their feet on this. Well, what's going to happen is is Donald Trump, President Trump's going to be sick and tired of this bullshit. Mm-hmm. And he's going to say, okay, enough. I've let you governors and you, and you mayors in these Democratic cities try to handle this. Guess what? Guess what? The United States military is going to come in, <laughs> and you can stand down because we'll take care of it now. Yeah, the and, and they're not going to like the way they're going to take care of it, but it has to be done. It has to be done. Yeah, I, mean, I agree. It's it's yeah, it's a simple warning. I mean, hey, send a warning. You will disperse now. Okay, here comes a military. Here comes whatever. Uh, and and I really despise people saying, oh, "I can't believe they're calling in the national guard and on this on their own citizens." <laughs> no, people don't look at. What is happening? They just are like, oh, yeah, this is great. An uprising. You know, take police brutality. Screw them all. There's bigger issues here. All you're going to do, in my opinion, is is completely take away from the cause. Which they have. Let's yeah. be honest. They already have. You know, one thing, guys, is we, we're focusing on, on our area, uh, Southern California. This is a nationwide yeah. problem now. This is a nationwide problem. Uh, Seattle, all the way down to San Diego, New York City, Philadelphia, Miami, Florida, Austin, Texas, um, Bakersfield, California. Are you fucking kidding me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Bakersfield? What's there to destroy there? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, this is ridiculous. You know, they're they're lucky that Trump is sending the military to to help. You know, with this ordeal because the. You know who owns the most of the guns in the United States of America? The military. No. No. Who? <laughs> Citizens like we, like me. Well, yes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. We're the exactly. we're, we're the we're the the sleeping yeah. the the the, right. the cage dog that if you right. if you rattle that cage enough, if it ever gets to the point where there's a two hundred and fifty million registered yeah. gun owners. If, yeah, how many guns do each gun owner have? We're at home <laughs> with our families, like, hey, you know, just stop. I really, you know, and I'm not inviting anybody to do this because most of you people out there don't know where I live, and if you do, you're not going to do it. <laughs> but I feel sorry for the sad sack of shit that would come and kick in my door. That's what I'm saying. You would be met with fierce yeah. and appropriate, whether it's appropriate or not, fierce, <laughs> quick, effective. Resolve. Shaking the big okay. dog's cage, man. Okay. You would you would be. So again, I'm not inviting anybody to do this. <laughs> and anybody within the listener range of this is obviously um smart enough not to do it. <laughs> but I guarantee you that. If I'm home, knock. Don't just come in. <laughs> all, I mean, all seriousness, this this is started as protesting of violence. Led, leading to violent riots, it's going to be probably uh, fixed with violence, mm. and, and it's just going to be a cycle. So that's the sad irony of all this: is that it's going to be nothing but more and more violence. And will things be solved? Well, I don't know. No, nothing's no, going to no. be solved. Nothing's going to be solved. No. no. You know, I I have an idea, and it'll probably people probably gonna laugh at it, think I'm full of shit. But you know what? Here's the deal. When I was in high school and in middle school, they taught me superfluous bullshit like trigonometry. They taught me <laughs> shit that I've never used 
since I was in that classroom? Algebra two. Okay. Now, how's about how about how about this idea? How about we teach race relations? That's cool. In middle school. How about we teach race race relations in high school? How about we teach that very at an in-depth level? And you don't learn it when you're in college, when it's too late, when your mind's already formed, that the 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 Middle Eastern guy sitting next to you is a freaking terrorist when he's not, okay? Or the the Asian guy next to you is a complete money grubbing jack off, which he's not. Okay, let's teach let's teach this stuff at a young age to not prejudge and to all get along. But unfortunately, okay? Bill, that doesn't work because, like you said, once we get, they're only teaching it at the college level. Right. And once they what, get what's, there, what's I'm saying? Only, well, let's do it we earlier. Have to, we have to. Do let's it do it earlier because they keep playing into this victim mentality. You're absolutely right. Let's right. do it earlier. Absolutely right. But are the same educators that are at the university level going to keep preaching that same narrative of vic- uh, victimization at at the elementary school level? Well, when that's even, well, I think, even more dangerous. Well, when we have some level-headed uh, folks at the high school and middle school level that can teach it from a, from a curriculum and not from their ideals, yeah. okay, maybe, maybe. That's worth a try. It's worth a I try. I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, the last time I used trigonometry was probably in my last life as, you know, Albert Einstein or something. <laughs> that didn't happen. That doesn't happen. Okay? Let's get real. You talk about education. You talk about, you know, finding a root cause. Let's let's think about that. I, I just, I, I'm at a loss for words with all this because I want to know what the, number one, what's the solution? Number two. What is it people want to achieve? Is it is it just unrest? Is it just destruction? What? How is stealing liquor bottles and uh, televisions and writing, spraying graffiti and burning things? What is that achievement? I, to me, it's only we, trying to cause this great disturbance. You are not going to solve this problem as long as you have human beings dealing with human beings. Uh, you are not going to solve this problem. It's, you're going to have to live with it. We're going to have to make it better, hopefully. Better training, better uh, accountability. Once again, where was the supervisor on this uh, on this call the other night in, in Minneapolis? Where was, I mean, the reports they wrote were inaccurate, mm-hmm. okay, because they said that there were some lies that, brought, that, that were brought out. So in this case, lucky for some, unlucky for, for others, but in the whole big scheme of things, I think it's great that somebody there uh, video camera videotaped this with their phone. Obviously, the, the officers supposedly had body cameras. Um, you know how, how effective are those? I don't know. I think a lot of uh, also you know to touch on on the police brotherhood, and I think a lot of people's perspective is well, most of these cops that do commit these uh, excessive force or you know they they, they get brought up uh, complaints on them, and then it goes to the. Uh, what is it? Internal investigations, right? Mm-hmm. And most guys, correct me if I'm wrong, are they ex, Are they cops? Are they ex-cops? Is it a third party? Internal affairs are people that are climbing the corporate ladder. They are either a supervisory rank, a detective rank. They are handpicked to work the, to police the police. They are, mm-hmm. for instance, uh, I've had friends that have gotten promoted, and now they're, they work internal affairs, and our friendship is on hold because... Because they're them and I'm me. Now, when they get out of that assignment, 
our friendship renews. Okay? But it's like you can't be friends with those that... So there is a bias. There's not a bias. No, there really isn't. They're there to do supposedly a objective fact-finding job. Okay. And it's up to a commanding officer to come up with the findings and deliver your punishment if there is any. Okay? It's all in-house unless it's, unless it's criminal, and then it goes to the DA. Okay. okay. For instance, if Matt here called some woman a motherfucker on the street mm. and she and he got a complaint and I'm the IA guy and it comes to me, I call Matt in and I do all my homework, I interview this woman and I get witnesses and it's just slam dunk that he did it and I say, uh, Matt, uh, did you call this woman a motherfucker? No. No, I didn't. <laughs> okay. me. Well, well, I've got, I've got, uh, no, okay. I've got John Q. Public here that, body, that, body cam. that had a that had a cell phone, and is this not you calling that woman a, you know? Oh, that okay. woman. Okay, here's oh. what I'm going to do, Matt. I'm going to unplug the. Uh, I'm going to rewind the tape, and I'm going to unplug it, and I want you to go outside with your representative, and I want you to figure out what the fucking truth is, and then come back, and then I'm going to ask that question again. Mm-hmm. Okay, because if you lie, you're fired. That's just a basic yeah. operating procedure in, in police work. Sure. If you sure. tell the truth, if you had a momentary lapse in your in your memory just now, yeah. Okay, we can work with that. But you come when you come back in, be prepared to tell the truth. Gotcha. You come in, you tell the truth. The the complaint will be upheld, and you'll probably get whatever punishment, whether it be retraining, mm. whether it be a day at the beach, whether it be what I mean is a day <laughs> at the beach is a day without pay, whatever the case may be. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So, sorry, I've never had an internal. Well, no, no, no. Internal no, affairs. No, we went through. Uh, no, I'm glad. Interview. I'm glad you lied to me because now <laughs> I could. I could. You know, re um, reboot your train of thought and, okay. and make this thing right. Okay. Okay. Yes, sir. I understand. Okay. I now understand. Right. And, and I think just the perspective out there is that these guys covered for each other. There's a brotherhood, and so you there know. is. We'll cover if we can. Okay. Okay. If it. If it's and that's refreshing to know. If it's, not, just if it's out something, just it, just like, if it's something that we can, damn man, twist you, twist the truth, right? Because we do it for our buddies. Yeah. And Matt tells me, "Hey, friend, dude, I'm I'm in trouble. So and so, let's just a hypothetical Val. Don't get mad, but he if, goes. If we want, I got a text from a so and so, and it looked like. Can you say it was you, dude? No we, doubt, if, I'm if, telling. If him. we walk into a liquor store and this liquor store is friendly to cops, they give them free donuts or they give them free whatever, but you. Put a candy bar in your pocket and walk out. I'm gonna say, "Hey, Freddie, man, dude, did you forget to pay for that?" Well, no, man. It's it's righteous that I can just take that. I'm gonna tell you, no, it ain't, man. Go in there and pay for that fucking thing, yeah. or else Abuse. you know we're gonna have a problem. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's what I mean by not covering, but we're 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 doing some some. We're giving you the chance to make it right. We're make we're doing some corrections. There you go. Okay. Now, if it's a, a <clears throat> believe me. I was never a snitch, but by God, if it was going to be me or him, I wasn't going to lose my job for, for sure. And okay? I think anyone would. And when I was directly asked in internal investigations, if a person did something wrong that was either criminal or completely egregious, you didn't. I didn't have to play the map game where they corrected my memory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was upfront and honest. Yeah. Okay, because it ain't going to. It's not going to be my ass. Yeah. Now there's the, that's the problem that these three other clowns in Minneapolis didn't do. They didn't go over and say, hey, 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 Jan, come on, man. That's enough. Get off his neck. Get you off got his five neck. in. You that's enough, ten. man. Let's yeah. go. 
dude, don't make me, don't make me grab you. Get off him. And then I, I would forcibly take, put, put his, put my hand on his knee and get him off. And that would make you a good partner, right? Absolutely. When I'm, when Absolutely. I'm wrong. Okay. What I'm, I'm going to stand by yeah. and let you contribute to this guy's death yeah. so I can get fired too yeah. or possibly go to jail. No, no fucking way. Okay, so so what I don't get is they all know they all have body cams. Mm-hmm. They all know they're being filmed. Mm-hmm. Are you telling me they're that dumb that they I, you know, know what? I have I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. Either they didn't think that the guy was was being truthful about not breathing, or they didn't know that he was passed out, or they are that dumb. I, I can't answer Jesus that. Christ. I cannot answer that. There's there's multiple possibilities there that I just don't have the bandwidth right now. Yeah. No, I got. I gotta ask you I this question: Would you, your retired cop, would you, your young Bill right now, would you become a cop today? No, absolutely. Oh, no. Hell no. No. I feel no. for. I feel no. for cops today. No. 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 It's different. No. 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 They're scrutinized. Yeah. 100%. Every everything you back do then is in under... 1982 when I got into this line of work, it was fun. It was yeah. fun. We got to drive fast cars. We got to put the red and blue lights on with sirens. We got to uh, drive up and down alleys late at night, uh, knocking over trash cans. We got to do a lot of fun shit. Most of all, protect and to serve, like like the door says. We did that. You can explain, I, I guess. You know, I dated a girl who was who her father was a cop, and, and I learned so much just going out with them when we would go out. The way their mannerism, and there's just certain things where we sat Your head in a, a restaurant. And you, can, I mean, you really can't turn it Close off. The door. You can go from a fucking helping someone. I don't know. They lost their fucking cat, and they or they think someone stole it to a, a domestic violence to all of a sudden a robbery. You, these, I, I think, a lot of times people need to put themselves in your guys' position, right? And you guys do the best as you can to address the situation or. Be as, as aware as you can, but man, still, that's hard. I still have man. those traits to this day. It, it never leaves you. I try not to ever sit with my back to the door. Mm-hmm. I try not to. I always have my head on a swivel. I'm measuring people who come in mm-hmm. as you know. Could they be the mannerisms? You know, everything. Could they be a problem? Could they? Who are they? You know. You always are looking around. Yeah. That's just who you are. You were bred with that, which is not a bad thing. It's not. It's, it's not being aware. It's not situational but, awareness. But mm-hmm. um. But you no. make mistakes in that. We're human. Yeah. We're human. Yeah. And but you guys, you, you can't make a mistake that will cost a person for sure their life for one hundred percent reason. You know what's even worse now too that is, is people know that police officers are are scrutinized. They, they, they know they have you know uh, body cameras. They have their they become ballsy. Yeah, I mean, isn't yeah. that what we're it's, seeing right now? They're attacking cops like it's yeah. open season. Yeah. Like it's you know season. what. Yeah, if they beat me, I have a lawsuit here, yeah. and I'm going to make money. It's making the officer's job ten times harder because just because they know, you know what's. You know, I've, been, I've been rough. I've been rough today on the leadership of the Los Angeles Police Department, Santa Monica Police Department, Long Beach Police Department. I've been rough on them, and and, and this is coming from a cop who didn't have to really play by the rules they play by nowadays. And um, but I just see so much political influence now. Uh, if you're a police chief of, a, of an agency, you are a politician because you are at the mercy of the mayor. And if you have a a, a gutless mayor, he's going to make you a gutless police chief or you're not going to be there very long. 
There's no way a guy like Daryl Gates, former police chief of Los Angeles, would be a, a police chief nowadays. Okay, no way, oh. no way. He would have, he would have chewed up Garcetti and spit him out. <laughs> okay, and he would not have had a job. Um, it's just a different animal nowadays. It's altogether different. It's funny that you say that because I just read a story on the uh, Seattle officer, and I don't know if you guys saw mm-hmm. it, who uh, resigned from his position. Well, I don't think he resigned. He had technically got fired. But, you know, he, he was talking about, and this is going back to the coronavirus, but, coronavirus. you know, he said, I'm not going to impede on people's, you know, on rights. Mm-hmm. You know, they're telling us to uh, arrest these business owners. I'm not going to do that. And that's unfortunate that he got fired for that. And when you have a sheriff, an elected sheriff of Riverside County that says the same thing, and God bless him for doing it, he's untouchable. You know why? Because he was, he's an elected official. Yes. The, the, the people are his boss. Yes. Okay? Prostitution. I don't want to get bought, bro. I don't want to get bought. Well, I, I just think you've got to be careful. Look, at, again, what happened to George was absolutely wrong. But you you got to – if you restrict the police enough – to where I mean I've heard people say they shouldn't have guns. I'm like, well, yeah. that's Madonna. Yeah. Okay. And let me let me just say this, let me just say this about Madonna. You guys are too young to remember this. But in the 1980s, when she was getting, when she was getting backhanded left and right like and knocked virgin, all over bro. her apartment like by, virgin. by um by by Sean Penn, she was probably Sean wishing she had a gun back then. So you know what? Anybody's going to open their legs to Dennis Rodman? Absolutely <laughs> no credibility with me. Oh, oh no. uh, well, I can't. I can't argue there. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, it's. It, oh, does anything change? Like we said, I don't think anything changes. Nothing it makes change. it, it makes it worse. We're even you know, more. We, we, we just went off on a little rant here tonight, and yeah. it's good for us yeah. because you know we have a lot of piss and vinegar in us, and we need to get out. Dude, you know, yeah. and it, it, it's like taking a good cleansing bowel movement. It's what we needed right yeah. now. It really is. I know. I feel better now. I probably pissed people off. I probably fired some people up. Either way, I hope everything's good. I, I was talking to Matt about this. I think, and the viewers are going to definitely understand that we tend to lean more right, not to try to make this political, right? Because I think a lot of us use common sense, which is kind of missing. But um, it's time we speak up. Conservatives, and you're seeing it right now. I mean, quiet. They, they want us quiet. You're looking at the social media. You're yeah. You know, it was poor little Johnny, you know, participation trophies. And I, unfortunately, I'm part of that generation. You know, Johnny wants to identify as this. It's time that we speak up. And, and let's not confuse. It's not hatred. We're calling it what it is. Yeah. Right. And, and, the, and that needs to change. And so for, pe- for, the, for the viewers out there, the listeners, Matt is really good at, I wouldn't say politically correct. He's, he's a person that, that has common courtesy. He doesn't try to offend people. Unlike us three, who we don't really I don't don't try give a fuck. to. I don't, I, don't, I don't think we try <laughs> to. I just speak to but truth. we're going to tell you how we feel. And yeah. you know, if if, Regard- if you can't handle it, then you know what? Just put me off. Tell me to fuck off and go on your merry way. I have no problem with it. Go cry to your mom. Yeah, I don't. We care. don't care. We don't care. We don't care. Can, can you guys? Can you guys tell me each of you briefly? <laughs> <laughs> what is the maddest each of you have been? And in those moments, the rage, what that those moments would have driven you to. I know we're seeing people that are pissed off and are doing ridiculous acts out there. 
<laughs> oh God, Bill, I'll let you go. <laughs> the maddest I've ever been, and I believe me, this happened forty-one years ago. Jesus. Okay, the maddest I've ever been, and I'm a very, I'm ashamed to to say this, but again, you ask me the maddest I've ever been, I'm not gonna lie. Okay, I'm gonna tell you the fucking truth. I had a girlfriend in Riverside, California, who broke up, who who I had a feeling that she was not going to want to see me anymore, that she was dating another guy. And I called her, I, this was back before cell phones, back before I was, it was hard line to hard line. I called her, she had her own, she had her own phone in her room. I called that fucking number over and over and over and over again. And her brother, her little brother finally picked up the phone and I said, Hey, where's so-and-so? And he said, Oh, uh, she's not here right now. And I said, where is she? Uh, I don't know. She out with a guy? Uh, well, uh, uh, yeah. I said, okay, thanks. This is about 10 o'clock at night. So I got my grandfather's hunting rifle. I put it in my yellow Chevy Vega. It was unloaded. I drove over. I parked in her alley. I sat in her... Uh, I sat in her... Uh, bushes in the front of her house. And I was going to wait for her. And I was going to just scare her and scare the fuck she was with. And I waited, and I waited, and I waited. I looked at my watch. It's like 1.30 in the morning. I said, fuck it. This ain't worth it. And I just went back to my car, put the gun in the, in the car, and drove off. Thank God she was out probably fucking him somewhere and didn't come home, or else I would not be in where I'm at right now. So that was the maddest I've ever been, Matt. Okay. Okay, Bill. Well, that's uh, quite a story. Uh, uh, Jan, let's go to your your turn. You're the tell us the maddest you've ever been. Okay, so the maddest I've ever been um, pertaining to what? Like, um, the most anger that's ever gone through your body with you know boiling rage. I don't know. I don't know how else to ask the question. Come on. Uh, pertaining to the like the events now happening in no, just the angry. Bill told us about him stalking a fucking. <laughs> Okay, Jan, yes, okay. If you can't answer the question, I'll move on to Fred. What is the most angry <laughs> you've ever been in your life? So uh, when I was uh, in uh, junior high, and uh, I had a girlfriend, and um, I went on vacation, <laughs> <laughs> and I came back, she got in trouble. Um, every on a prep. So... <laughs> Hard to believe. <laughs> so, so I broke up with her. And then it turns out in high school, um, the guy that caused us to broke up with that caused me to break up with her was dating her. And I found out that happened. I was pretty mad. Pretty angry. It always comes down to women. Is this okay? Two for two. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I gotta make it three for three. No, I'm like, just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. No, I get mad. I get mad when when people claim racism and Facts are, you know, when a white man happens to kill a, a black man, facts are that um, the highest percentage of black deaths are caused by black people, whether it be uh, gang, gang related or not. And then, um, yeah, that pisses me off when, you know, it comes to this where, it comes, you know, it's rioting and mm -hmm. looting mm -hmm. when no one cares about black on black crime. 
And the cops kill more white people than anybody else. Well, I don't well, understand. Well, Jan, I want to, you know, you mentioned something earlier about the, the black officer who died. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Was it Oakland? I mean, Oakland, yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. Black officer died in Oakland named, I think, Patrick. He, he was an officer in Oakland, got murdered by someone in a riot, and no one cares. Have we even talked about him? Does no, anyone no. even know his name? No. I mean, Patrick, I, I posted it on, on social media. Yeah. But I haven't heard these groups talk about yeah. him. I haven't heard Black Lives Matter. You're, 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 you're not going to because no. their whole agenda is black uh, lives being killed by white police officers. That's the narrative. Okay, yep. That's the narrative. It doesn't matter that blacks kill blacks. That's just not part of their agenda right now. It happens. Yep. It's horrible. Every weekend in Chicago, that happens. Yeah. But yep. you know what? That is, it's almost like, hey, don't worry about it. Yep. That's our bad. It's your bad that your white cops are killing us, our black men, yep. for no fucking reason. Patrick Underwood is the name. Mm-hmm. Moklin. So yeah. it's uh, one of one of many, many, uh, you know, officers yeah. who've, they just get, they pushed aside because they, they don't, they don't fit the, uh, Criteria, I guess, for the what's and, going and on. In all fairness, okay, in all fairness, yes, there's been white police officers killed by black men. There's been white female police officers. Killed. Okay, I don't give a fuck. It happens. That's just life. There are black people out there, white people, Hispanic people, people of all colors. It happens. I agree with with this part of black the Black Lives Matter people. This is what I have. I I agree with them on this. Let's fix the fucking problem yep. with white police officers. Killing black men. Let's fix the problem. Getting more concrete, though. What can we actually do? Can we have two to a two no. different no, no, no. Here's mixed we, here's, race in a cop car? Here, here's what we can do. Our first step, whether it's a black male, white male, it's Hispanic male, it, uh, female, it doesn't fucking matter. When you're told to do something, you comply, do, comply with what the officer says. There's a very, very, very high likelihood, probably 99.99999% that you are going to be alive when the, when the confrontation's over, whatever the, the contact is over. Mm-hmm. Okay, but, and let me finish. But, and, and then the answer is, well, we're wrongly stopped, we're wrongly accused. Okay, fair enough. When the dust settles in the investigation and, you, and it's, it comes mm-hmm. out, that you were not the person that they thought you were, just like you that night in Monrovia, you go home. That's right. All right? That's one way to fix it. I know that's that's kind of an easy fix, and it's kind of a, a cop-out thing to say as far as just do what you're told. Yeah. Okay? I would probably get pissed too, all right? And I'm a 60-year-old white guy. If I got stopped now going home from here, and they thought I was, you know, had just pulled a robbery at a fucking 7-Eleven, matched my car, my description, and they're pulling me out at gunpoint, and I'm on the ground on the cement. Okay, I'd be fucking livid, <laughs> pissed. Okay, but I understand. I understand they had probable cause to do it. Am I going to get out, pretend I have a gun, and say "fuck you, motherfuckers"? Why are you fucking stopping me? No, I'm not. I'm going to go with the program. But I think, and I want to remind everyone, I think just the way you guys do, I'm just playing devil's advocate. Here. I, we want you to, right? And because and, I, I, I want to feed you know, for the other side, I think it comes down to that's exactly what gets them mad. Or in, in past times myself, it's like, why the fuck are you pulling me over? What is your problem? Why are the, why the extra questions? 
As a matter of fact, my father went to New York, drove out there last week. He got pulled over. I don't know, fucking Kansas or whatever. They saw a California plate. And the guy told him, look, man, I don't think any, I pulled you over for this reason. Can I check your car? My father responds, I will let you check the car, but I know my rights. I don't want to let you, but to make it easier for both of us, go ahead, check the trunk. I know you need a warrant and a probable cause. He made it himself easier. The guy gave him a warning. He went on in his way. It eased the officers, whatever hesitation or whatever he, you know, and, and it worked. But for the. I think maybe it's generational thing. Maybe it's mm. people. I don't know. There's just like, I shouldn't have to tell you. You shouldn't have to press me on it. Yeah. These are my rights and fuck you. And right. that's where, you know, again, common courtesy. I can, I can see that. Right. Cause we don't put that. ourselves in that other person's, you know, you know what it is. It's stupid games, stupid prizes. If you're doing something stupid, you might, I, I think there's, yeah, I think, I think there's such an anger at, at police from certain people that, uh, you know, it's not a racial thing. There's just a, a lot of built up animosity against law enforcement where they don't like any of the idea of, of, uh, obeying a yep. command from, from somebody and they don't want it. No, you can't tell me how to do it because no one wants to be told what to do. None of us do that. You know, right. I, I can't think of one person that, that wants that to happen. And, and I think, you know, being compliant, sure. Some people would say, "Well, I've been compliant and still roughed up by the cops." Yeah. That's and that's very. I, I question that because I, I, I just don't think that there's people out there that are really that makes their day. I don't think Bill Barnes pulled over people and just you know got off on that shit. Yeah. I don't know. I, my, my, <laughs> I, my, I would get mouthy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I'd be a smart guy. I'd be I'd be one of these you know wise asses with people. And he got me nowhere. It got me in trouble a few times. Yeah. I'm not proud of it, but. Yeah. Um, you know, I was always a comedian with people. Of course. And, I, you know, it, 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 there was a certain time and place for it. And a lot of the, and, and the times were different. And times were different. And, and I'll tell you what, if I had to do all over again, I probably wouldn't have been that idiot. Yeah. Okay. I was young. I was dumb. And mm-hmm. I did, I said stupid shit. And we, and we all and, have. And I'm old and I'm old and I'm dumb and I still say stupid shit. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know. Bill, I got to tell you, I got pulled over one time in Rancho Cucamonga and the officer, it was sheriff. It was a sheriff. Pulls me over and he asked me, are you white or Hispanic? <laughs> and, you know, being the little douchebag kid that, you know, I didn't care. I looked at him and I go, well, which one's going to get me out of the ticket? <laughs> you know, and, I, and as soon as I said those words, before I even finished, I go, oh, my God, why would you say that? Right. But I, I'm the type well, of guy there, that shows a, my shot. There's, and, there's a box on the, on the thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought, you know, I was going to. Yeah. He literally was I, asking. What are you so I can put it? I don't think he did it he, in a way to. You're absolutely right. You. Maybe he did. I want to. And my that. ignorance, you but, know, thought, well, yeah. he's he's obviously he's profiling. Has a, he's yeah. profiling. You know, I, 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 I stopped the guy one night. <laughs> I said, Have you been drinking, sir? Are you intoxicated? And he goes, Yeah, and I'm horny too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Obviously, obviously, that went down. And so, and so okay. going to that, I go, which one's going to get me out of the ticket? But I was angry. Yeah. And I think he was genuinely asking a real question to write it down. Yeah. And I go, which one's going to get me out? And with a stoic face, and I go, man, I regret it. He goes, that was actually funny. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you go. Don't work. Good night. Yeah. And I, I thought I was going to get beat. You know, you go, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I, you know, this, I'm joking around with the wrong guy. Oh, he let me go. He let me go. I, uh. Be honest. Uh, look, officer, I was doing this. I thought so and so. You know, most likely than not, 
gonna give you a warning. Yeah. Or no, your sure. attitude changes everything. Oh, absolutely. No, there's no there's no question about that. Uh, yeah, customer service right. <laughs> all the time. Now, Fred, real quick, what is the the angriest you've ever been? Uh, I'm sure at some point in your life you were oh man quite livid. Actually, I was with your brother again. Yeah. Where I I lived in Rancho Cucamonga. God. We're 18 years old. And we're going out. I think we're smoking cigars, maybe a cigarette. I don't know. I wasn't a smoker. And we're in, we're in the nice area up at Archibald above the 210. Nice nice neighborhood. And we're sitting on someone's wall, and we're just smoking hoodies. It's winter time, and two two cops roll up, hands up. I, we're on an eight foot wall, I think six foot. You know. And I'm like, okay, hands up. Do you want me to jump, you know, with my hands up while I'm jumping off the wall? Or, you know, can I? Anyways, they, they, she gets, she she um, makes me sit on the curb, cross my legs, put my hands on the knees. I think, I don't know if that's standard. And she goes, come on up. She's like, where do you live? I'm like, ah, I live at Arrow and Archibald. You know, I gave her the cross streets. She goes, you work at the Jack in the Box? Uh, she's like, you live at the Jack in the Box? And I chuckled. <laughs> And I was just like, you know, her attitude, I, thought, I don't know if she thought, but it just got me so mad. Like, you know, she was treating me like a criminal, like I had committed a crime. Again, I had to put myself in that position. And, you know, what's the type of call that they got? Hey, we got two shady guys in hoodies sitting on my property. I don't know what's going on, you know, but we all try to, uh, I don't know. It just, it just makes That's me That's the maddest you've ever been in your whole life. I, it was, I was mad. I was literally You've lived a sheltered life. I have lived a sheltered life. You know, and she, and she got me. She made me stand up. She patted me down. And, you know, what what got me mad was I'm hanging out with Sam. So he's white. But I was the first one. And I'm like, what the fuck? You know, like, it just it just made me angry. And, and I'm feeding into the narrative that everyone else does, a minority. And it just pissed me off, you know. What do what, you don't you have? The, the burglary calls the aren't there. Know if you're white or Hispanic. Exactly. So how can they be treated as a minority? But again, that's the thinking that you think when you're young, and that's that's. And I think people just don't grow out of that. Uh, it's just I was just mad. I was angry. I was angry. What are you pulling over? Go go on. Go do something. You know. And we always try to find a, another reason, right? I'm not doing anything wrong, so you know my my car got burned. In your mind, right you're not. But in their mind, they want to go home that night. Yeah, That's the only thing yeah, I'm going to say. Yeah, I'm you. not sticking up for them. No, I'm just, I'm just giving it from a law enforcement perspective. Uh, obviously, and I think that's what needs to happen. I think people need to be. No one knows how. No, no one knows. Harlem, Harlem and guys. you know what? Yeah. You know what? Knows. I don't know what it's like to be a black man. Yeah. We, we don't living in uh, in no. South Central Los Angeles, being harassed by the cops. Yeah. I don't fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Yeah, but they're going to treat you different when you go uh, ask for tacos in El Monte uh, or something. You know, I don't know. So I can't I can't Absolutely. walk in their shoes. They can't walk in my shoes. Absolutely. Okay. And the best we can do is try to understand. Right? Exactly. No one can tell you how you're supposed to feel or, or you know, about an experience, how I'm supposed to feel, how other people are supposed to feel. You know what? All we can do is try to, like you said, try to understand, try to be, but... We can't sit here and be like, hey, you should be pissed off. Go burn that building. No. Like, or, and, and, and worst off, the celebrities, oh my God. Those celebrities say, Christy Teigen she, can go fuck herself. Oh, fish face? <laughs> okay. Oh, fish face? Okay. Oh, yeah. Go stick some more Botox in your mouth <laughs> and, 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 and snuggle up to, to uh, your old man who's paying the bills. And just be the ignorant, absolutely worthless idiot that you are. You know what? It's weird. I found a. I've been noticing a trend lately. We're on on this on um, social media. 
99% of the people that condone this kind of behavior, rioting and looting, not even fucking black. Yeah. They're the wannabe, wannabe fucking Antifa, Antifa cunts that, <laughs> <laughs> that don't even, that are, I'm sorry, <laughs> we're going to have to edit that. Yeah. We're going to call them Antifa. Antifa cunts that they're just trying to you know, look good to their friends. I, I and, don't, and, absolutely right, Jan. I don't understand. And it's because everyone is silent and no one wants to say what they actually yeah. feel and think. There is no fair. I don't. I, fair journalism? Forget it. That went out with Walter Cronkite. Yeah. It was okay. Not. Oh, absolutely. You know, Dan Rather is a bitch too. Okay. <laughs> and he was his replacement. Dan There's Rather. no such thing as investigative journalism anymore. It's about how are we going to push this narrative? It is and that's all it. about ratings. It's I'll all about uh, let's stir the shit pot. Mm-hmm. That's it. And uh, I have a question for a couple of you guys. Bill, you're a former officer, so I doubt this question. <laughs> pertains to you but maybe it does has have any of you guys uh been in the back of a cop car mm-hmm. no hair from jan okay no not from our, our filipino brother i've been here. pulled over once for i was uh driving in san dimas sheriff pulled me over like oh yeah you've been in a game before and i said no and i was assuming because my tattoo you know yeah it looks kind of asian-ish and <laughs> Polynesian-ish. You look, Are you a triad? Yeah, and I was like, no, bro. You look Asian-ish. And he was like, oh, yeah, don't, don't hang stuff from your mirror. It was like, who oh, the I've got that bullshit. Yeah, and I'm like, so that was like a, have a good day, sir. Obstructing the view. Yeah. What yeah. the fuck? You pulled me over for something yeah. else. No, that was his reason. Yeah. I, I, I found you, me. Have you? I have not. So okay, like, not, I, I guess I'm the only one in the room that no, helped. No, 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 you're not. No, you're not, Bill. But I will. Uh, I will follow up. After I'm you. sorry. I can't believe out of all of us, I have. Matt has been. That's why I'm asking. No, that's why I'm asking. Have you? Yes, I have. But okay. you go first. All right. Uh, July, <laughs> July 26, 2006, in the city of San Diego. I was down there to conduct some business, some baseball business, and I was staying at a Holiday Inn near the Sports Arena, downtown San Diego. I went to the front desk and I said, hey, I was, I'd have been, what, 47 at the time, 48? I said, hey, where can a guy my age go and have a few drinks and have a good time? He told me a place over in Pacific Beach. I drive over there. And it's... College town. <laughs> it's the Dollar Jack Daniels night. Oh! <laughs> yeah, you see where this is going. I do. I wasn't even, it was like 10.30 at night and I was gassed. Should I have been driving? No. But did I? Yes, not proud of it. So San Diego, if you've driven that town, is a motherfucker to drive when you're sober. <laughs> when you've had a few drinks in this, it's even more convoluted. Yes. So as it turns out, I'm driving around the block like 10 times. And evidently there's a San Diego PD officer whose whole job that night was to arrest DUIs. Yeah. Well, guess what? He stopped me and he didn't give a shit if I was a cop. He didn't care who I was, where I came from, what my background was. Uh, Are you sure he wasn't CHP? No. <laughs> he, I, I was... Crosswalk with guns. Uh, I was given the FSTs. He told me, he goes, you know, you're putting me in a bad spot here because I have a young recruit with me. I said, well, uh, sorry about that. I was very cooperative, very, very apologetic. Well, the bottom line is, even when the sergeant got there and asked me if I was diabetic and he was nodding his head like to say yes i was honest and i was up front and i said no sir i'm not well guess what i got handcuffed i went to not only 
blowing the machine, but I went to jail that night. They called my department and they said, we got one of your guys. Yeah. What do you want? What do you want us to do with him? Well, the on-duty watch commander at the time was not a friend of mine. He said, book him. So guess what? It's unheard of to book a fellow police officer for even a misdemeanor. Well, guess what? You know, I'm always the poster child for weird shit that happens. Yes. So I went to jail that night, which, as it turned out, turned out to be okay because I got credit for two nights in the slammer, which my fine went down. And I pled no low contendere, which means no contest. <laughs> to driving, driving under the influence. Okay. I went through every, I lost my license uh, for the standard four weeks, uh, which turned out to be okay because I wrenched my knee officiating football and I couldn't do anything anyway. <laughs> and, it, 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 you know, it, it hurt a little bit insurance wise. The fine, I didn't even go to court. My attorney in San Diego, uh, pled me out. Was it embarrassing? Humiliating? Was I embarrassed? Goddamn right I was. Am I proud of it? No. But I will tell this to everyone because you asked me mm-hmm. and there's one thing about me. I'm an asshole, but I'm an honest asshole. You ask me if I've been in the backseat of a fucking police car? Yes, I have. Okay? And what was irritating, what was, what I found quite, what, and, and again, being pissed off, a close second was when I was sitting at the table, the booking table in at the San Diego uh, jail, and the officer who arrested me went, said to one of his young young partners that happened to be at another table, "Watch my prisoner. I got to do something." And so this young kid started giving me the stink eye. Right? He thinks I'm just Joe shit the rag man, some drunken fuck that is there like <laughs> anybody else to get booked. Right? He doesn't know my background, so I'm I'm they're handcuffed, I might add. And he's giving me the stink eye, right? And he's just looking at me like, you, you know, pathetic piece of shit. And he's staring at me. And I said, you know what? Fuck this guy. And I stared back. And, you know, I looked at him. I said, you know, I was young once too. What do you mean? I go, ask your partner when he gets back. And he goes, hey, uh, what's with the, what's with this guy? He goes, oh, he's a cop. Uh, you know, uh, you know, going to kind of chill out. He goes, he's a cop? He goes, oh, yeah. He goes, why the fuck did you arrest him then? (laughs) (laughs) And I said to him, I said, that's what I, I, hey, hey, you were an asshole. Now you're my best friend. (laughs) I got to give it to you guys. The the ex-girlfriend that I used to date, they went to a party down in, I'm not going to, Garden Grove. He was a Garden Grove PD. And we left the hotel and he was hammered. Oh, don't worry. All cops are to drive. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's here's the thing. You know what? what? I was like, uh, okay. (laughs) And and I'm not, listen to me. I'm not trying to throw anyone under the bus. (laughs) Did I learn a lesson from that? You're damn right. (laughs) Um, If there was Uber back then, I'd have been Uber. Yeah. Okay, I should have taken a fucking cab, no matter how much it would have cost me. Do I regret that? Yes. I was a $10,000, you know, hit. Yeah. All right. Expensive, not good. Expensive, not good. And I, I'm not saying that as a you know, wow, look at me, you know, all that. No. I'm embarrassed by it. I haven't told many people that. But if if I'm just trying to get myself to be a human being with everybody else and just sound off that we all make mistakes. We all make We're mistakes. all human. Okay. So I, thank God I didn't hit, yeah. hit anybody, yeah. hurt anybody that night, kill anybody. Yeah. I, I mean. Because that matters. And that changes the whole, the whole, I mean, 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's been what? 2006, 14 years ago. Okay. Um, I I learned from it. It changed me. Um, It humbled me. It embarrassed me. I mean, I I was leaving for Hawaii um, three days after that. And of course, back then they take your driver's license. Yeah. So I get to Hawaii. I can't rent a car. I I know what that's like. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, that, that just put a real, it was a shit sandwich that did not taste well one bit. I know, I know Matt's going to tell us his story, but I'm surprised that I haven't because if you print out my DMV record, I mean, it's probably nine, 10 pages long, five years ago. So, so yeah, man, I got to hear this. This is going to be news to me. I thought I knew you pretty well, but obviously you've been in the, uh, what? Sounds like you've been to the Gray Bar Hotel. Yeah. What? <laughs> uh, I lucked out, and you know what? It was probably, to echo what? you guys, it was one of the scariest moments of my life. Uh, anyway, I was up in San Jose with a friend. We were having a great time. Uh, we went out. It was the, the day of the NFC-AFC Championship, and I was up in the Bay Area, it was like $18 all-you-can-drink Bud Lights for the 49er game. Holy shit. And as you know, I despise the 49ers. <laughs> and I yep. was surrounded by 49ers. Fans. <laughs> They're all making out or what? Uh, <laughs> I think so. Uh, anyway, oh, yeah. we we went we went hard. Um, you know, I was, I don't know if I was angry or what, but I just, we, I kept going and everyone's celebrating and I'm just, you know me when I get angry, it's just like, oh, I hate the world. So, uh, my friends left, I got the bright idea, well, I'm going to walk home, This, I'm going to walk back to their place, this is ridiculous, this is stupid, again, Uber would have saved the situation. Uh, I tried to walk where I thought was home to them, I ended up laying down on the sidewalk, <laughs> I was extremely, extremely intoxicated. <laughs> I, I won't admit that I may have dozed off or not. I don't know. But someone called me. Someone called in and said, hey, there's a guy on the sidewalk. <laughs> Cops roll up. And I sobered up as quick as humanly possible. Uh, they, you know, both of them on me asking questions. What are you doing? Where are you trying to go? Why? I said, I'm, I, I had too much to drink. I'm trying to walk to so-and-so. And they both looked at me and they went, well, that's the wrong direction. You're supposed to be going that way. And I went, I just told you I had too much to drink. Hell yeah. I, they said, hey, why don't you come in the, in the cop car over here and let's let's talk. I go, oh my God. I'm, this is, no. <laughs> you know, uh, I was terrified. They, they, they were sober and talking to me and I was not and trying my very best to be respectful to also, like, I am so sorry. I'm just trying to walk and get where I need to go. Uh, they could have got me easily for. Well, here's the thing: you were remorseful, you were apologetic, yeah, yeah. yeah. you were a decent guy. You weren't some drunken. And asshole. you were straightforward as yeah. soon as they asked. So guess what? You. I've had guess a- what? They used their ability to get you to the place you needed to be. Yes, absolutely. And you know, it was it was a moment in my life that I it definitely uh, rose some questions about myself and i was like okay you know this can't happen again uh and and i was extremely grateful that that night didn't go a different way because it could have had i mistakenly said something stupid or you know it it really could have could have screwed up my life and uh i I got out of i got out of dodge uh and ended up working out for me 
but it was an embarrassing moment. Like, like you talk about Bill and, and I was not proud of it and I haven't talked to many people about it, but, uh, and I know, I, I know it wasn't this glorious story or anything, but, uh, yeah, it was something that I experienced that I, I still remember like it was yesterday and, and it really shapes a lot of my viewpoints and a lot of the decision-making I have going forward with things just, uh, because it's better safe than sorry, you know? You know what's refreshing about these stories is that it shows cops get it, right? We've all been there. These are lapse in judgment, you know. They can say, well, you know, he's not an asshole. Yeah. He did is what he really did, or is he really causing anyone harm, you know? And so they let you go. Mm-hmm. They're 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 humans, just like all of us. Yep. You know? It, it, it's just it's good to hear. It's yeah. good to hear. Yeah, and and uh, sometimes it works out for you, and sometimes it doesn't. I don't know is who, who, what friends left you behind, brother? That's what I want. They know. went off to go celebrate the 49er victory. Nah, that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I want I wanted no part of it. So to this, the to shit. this all, all it's done is just fuel my rage for the 49ers. <laughs> <laughs> People don't understand hey, how deep it. Runs. I wanted that to you, brother. I wanted that. I'm a Niner fan. Uh, just so much, but. Uh, <laughs> No, we, we found recording here that we only got 30 minutes, uh, 30 minutes long uh, length uh, episodes here. So we'll wind it down to another minute if we need to, you know, wrap it up. That's cool. But I appreciate you guys being here. Uh, this is we, we shared a lot of laughs, but but on all seriousness, we're going through a real, real, really rough time. And I am it, it's just scary to me and uh, a little bit. And I really hope that things get sorted out. Yeah. As do I. I mean, let's let's just pray for America. Let's pray for some peace. Let's pray that uh, this bullshit stops and uh, cooler heads prevail. And let's move on. I mean, my God, people, we have a we have a pandemic amongst us. That's right. Let's get yeah. let's get focused back to that and uh, and uh, yeah, <laughs> get in order. Thank you, Jan. Thank you, Fred. Yep. Thank you, Bill. I really appreciate you being here. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Of course, guys.